Welcome, 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 welcome to Slate Year Fest 98. <laughs> you have to say you're Zach. Yep. Oh, I'm Zachary Pettenworth. <laughs> yeah. Keep that all in there. <laughs> I'm Ian Carlos Crawford. And I am Ashley Hullett, and we are here to talk about episode five of Slayers, a Buffyverse story. Ooh. And before Ooh. we get into it, I'm going to give us give our live show a little shout out promo. Uh, if you are looking for something to do Halloween weekend in New York City, we will be doing a live show that is a live reading of a remixed and remastered version of the Buffy season four episode, Fear Itself. It'll be a script reading with drag numbers, all done by Ryan Houlihan, set to Olivia Rodrigo's music, and Ryan will be in full Anya drag with numerous looks. And Ashley and I will be there too. (laughs) I'm so excited. I also Uh, heard Ben Shapiro's going to be there. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. Um, and if you would like to support us we have our patreon where you can access uh zach and i did a sex talk show for about two years all those episodes of my nudie judy i did coverage of firefly all those are over there harley quinn and we're starting batman the animated series we will be starting x-men the animated series poor ashley keep seeing it get moved on the calendar (laughs) oh that's next week oh that's next week because i just uh, um, but yes, that would be great if you could support us. Any and all support is much appreciated. We do watch alongs, we do Zoom calls, we have a Discord server where everyone loves to drag me, and it is very funny. Um, where we have they have a game called Take a Shot. Anytime Ian mentions hating the Angel episode, she um, or brings up Ming Na Wen. <laughs> um, but yes, we are here to discuss episode five. Ashley, what did you think of this episode overall? I love this episode. Mm. I love how wacky it gets. This is what I wanted. Wacky adventures with the Scoobies. And I really like the pairings that we got when they all got split up. I think that they did a good job of splitting them up like in an entertaining way. And now we're kind of like in the middle of the plot and things are moving along. And honestly, it's impressive that I'm managing to keep up with it. So I think that has to say something about the writing (laughs) because my brain is like usually not able to keep up with stuff. And we get some like really major moments in this episode. And I'm just like really stoked to be here for this one. (laughs) Uh, Zach, what did you think of this episode? Oh, yeah. The last one was a little bit dragged a little bit. We talked about how the last one was a little bit just lulled. Um, But this one I picked, picked up uh, more finally in our multiverse of madness. And I love that shit. Yes, same. <laughs> this episode for me had a little bit of the little bit of the dragginess that the previous one did, but it it is picking up fully for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I do like that now we are in this alt universe because there's been a like a lot of people have been kind of confused about. They're like, oh well, it's completely alt universe, and it's like, no, it's not an alt universe. There is an alternate universe in it, but it starts off in the Buffy show reality. Yes, yeah. yeah. Which is what I was I was I was more nervous about only having a story that took place in the alternate reality yes. and not getting to Same. visit our Buffyverse because there all of these comics are coming out and they're like, you know, starting over and rebooting and everything. And I just want my Buffyverse. Yes. You know, I want I want my story continued. And so with this, I'm happy that we got our little bit of taste of, you know, what's going on there. We still they still won't tell us what's going on with Buffy and Faith and all our favorites. <laughs> but it's coming. I have a feeling we'll get our mentions. But then, you know, we do get to have fun in an alternate reality. Um, I do have a question for everybody. What? Let's 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 
predict what do you think some of the alternate realities are like little points that they haven't mentioned or have not yet mentioned or aren't going to mention um what are some fun things i think buffy is the dark one she's like faith and faith is like wearing pastels and shit (laughs) Ooh, okay um hmm God, now I can't think of anything. I you think, threw this at me, so. <laughs> <laughs> I think, uh, hmm, maybe that, like, <sighs> God, I don't know. <laughs> Did Flutie get eaten by hyenas? Is that still a thing? No, never. <laughs> if it was up to me, that episode wouldn't exist. That's my okay. least favorite episode, and I hate that there are references to it in this yes. episode. <laughs> and so yeah. it wasn't a, an umbrella for Cordy, but what was it? What did she give it? Like a fire hose or like a, like a very nice peacoat? There you go. Like a really nice one, like designer, top of the end. All the students had to chip in to be able to afford it. Damn, and Buffy got an umbrella? Actually, <laughs> no, God. it's very telling. Well, we're talking about their standards. They have different standards, okay? <laughs> sure. Jonathan picked it out. <laughs> um, maybe in this universe, Jonathan and Andrew were boyfriends. <laughs> Andrew appeared oh, in this universe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I guess that's I can't I can't think of anything, but I'm like I'm okay. looking at I want you know I'm looking at my figures and I'm like, hmm, which one of you hasn't popped up yet? <laughs> I like the idea of like an a universe where <laughs> where Angel like never got his soul, but Spike did. Mm. Ooh, I like flip that, that storyline and see how that plays out with Drew being the one that has to deal with her like significant one having a, a soul instead of Darla. That is fun. All of the stuff yeah. with Spike and Drusilla, you know, it's dark and crazy and depraved. Yeah. And I love all of that. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. So we mentioned this last episode, but I do love the sound effects. I think the sound of like the, like Spike is being dropped into the cemetery and like, I can picture it. Right. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I, I have a question. I, I wasn't sure how I felt about ghost Jonathan, but then I, I, <laughs> Once it was like called out that he was doing a bit, I was like, oh, okay, now I'm on board with it. Um, what did what did y'all think? He's cute and inconsequential, and I appreciate that. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I mean it, it kind of is exactly how Jonathan is in our universe too. Like he's yeah. just kind of there to like be funny and move the plot along a little bit every now and then. <laughs> and I just really enjoyed it like straight from the Straight from the jump, I was like, yeah, because he, it makes sense. He would be, like, all in. If he got assigned to, like, be a ghost, then he's going to be the most, like, cartoony version of that (laughs) up to, like, 100% every time because this is what he has to do with his life now. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. what else are you going to do? And Danny Strong has, like, risen so far above playing Jonathan at this point yeah. that oh, it's, yeah. it's the, the, the meta-ness of it, it <laughs> landed with me that he's just, you know, um, friends with all of them. And that's how he got back onto the show Yeah, and everybody mm-hmm. just likes him so much. And so, you know, I, I, someone actually said to me, I forget who it was, but someone who like likes Buffy, but isn't going to listen to the, this was like, you know, they could never probably get Danny strong. Cause he like has an Oscar. And I was like, Oh no, he's actually in this. Yes. <laughs> He's not above anything. (laughs) And right, I like that. I like that it's like, oh, yeah, this man is like, definitely doesn't need to be like doing any of this shit. Probably could easily say no, but it's like, 
All right. Yeah. He's friends with all of yeah. them. Yeah. And he's having fun with it. Yes. yes. And it is fun. It's a fun thing to do, right? The ghost mm-hmm. thing. He gets to do the woo. <laughs> yeah. It's exactly what I would do. <laughs> it did slightly confuse me at first. It took me like a minute, like a minute or two, maybe three minutes, maybe four, <laughs> um, to realize that Spike wasn't actually dead. Because I thought at first he like went into some like death dimension or something and that's um, where he was and we got because then because it took me a second to process that that jonathan is not our jonathan because right. i was like oh it's jonathan and he's dead he's a ghost so spike is a ghost and now he's gonna have to get out of this death dimension but we we, we are in Sunnydale now yes um and jonathan we learned that he's doing his woo spooky ghost <laughs> voice we learned that he was cursed by anya to haunt this cemetery right I want to know what he did to piss yes. her off. Yeah, well, did we get a why? We didn't get no. a why because Nuh-uh. that seems that seems cruel. Yeah, <laughs> I I also like the like logistics there. I'm like, okay, but he came back as a ghost, but like, why? <laughs> you know, oh, true. I didn't even think about that. But yeah, maybe he did something terrible because he does mention that he was a villain, right? Maybe he was the Warren of the trio. Oh no, it's possible. So then we. Uh, yeah, he tells her, you know, Anya's cursed him, and he, I do like that Spike says he came from over the rainbow. I like this back and forth. I like that they also do, like, when he says something about, like, oh, yeah, 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 your name is Jonathan, you're from the nerd trio, and he's like, I don't know what any of that is, but yes, I'm Jonathan. Like, I was appreciative that we, like, they're, like, doing a good job of, like, even at first if they don't, but, like, eventually telling us how those characters, like, because I was like, how the fuck would this Jonathan know Spike? And then it's like, oh, right, Spike was like a famous big yeah, daddy. Yeah, and like this is right, all very right. simple stuff, but I did have to keep reminding myself yes. of these like dynamics. Yes, yes. Yeah. So then a bunch of ghouls start popping up, and uh, I like that Spike's like, is this an ambush? And he's like, I'm dead. This is not an ambush. <laughs> um, the sound effects here were pretty good with like mm-hmm. him ripping the ghoul's jaw off. And yeah, I don't know. I like that. The fight scene was good. I love that Jonathan is like all of us watching Spike fight. He's yeah. like, this is kind of sexy. I'm yes. not going to lie. It's pretty sexy. <laughs> <laughs> I really like that they had him say like that flat out say this is sexy. Um, <laughs> when he was like, Jonathan says something like, I thought being alive sucked, but being a ghost is way worse. And I was like, but Spike would know that Spike was a ghost. Yeah. Angel. But, you know, whatever. Um, then we cut to Giles and Clem. And I have a question for the two of you. Did they fall in the water or are they just like next to the docks? I thought they no, were in the water. I think they're in the water because okay. they have to yeah. climb up a ladder to get out. Okay, okay. So I wasn't quite sure, but I I mean, we mentioned the pairings. <laughs> I like them as a pairing, right? Yeah. It's, I love them. <laughs> it's fun. But also anytime they, just to mention the water, anytime they mention Sunnydale being like a coastal town or like by a beach, by docks, anything like that, it always just is so crazy to me to remember that because when we got that big shot of the crater right like yeah. there's no water anywhere around it's so true <laughs> where was the beach <laughs> they just real play real fast and loose with this world all the damn time yes they really do <laughs> um and i like that giles is able to be like well if the docks are here then it has to be sunnydale because blah 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 it has to be their sunnydale the thing they do a good job, which I mean, the show did this too, is drawing attention to like Clem saying, it's weird that you knew that off the top of your head. Yeah. Like I like no, that. But I love that. Like yes. I, because while Giles may have moved on, he, you know, again, when it's like the thing with Anya, if Anya, if her face is in your face for the first time in however many years and she's in the flesh, that's got to be jarring. If you're 
you know, dropped back into Sunnydale after however many years, it's got to be jarring. I kind of wanted a moment yeah. where they were walking around looking at things and seeing like, oh, that I remember that or yes. that that spot. I remember that. Right. I guess it's a little too fan servicey, but I I'd have loved it. I want everyone to know that that is a big order coming from Zach because you don't always love a fan service. I like it done right. Like if yeah. you have seen Dr. Sleep, I love when he walks through the Overlook Hotel at the end. I think that is like great fan service done well. And, you know, you revisit the past a little bit and then you kind of like keep going. And I, 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 because they would have had to get out of the water, walk to a destination. They, they would have walked past something, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. We kind of like quickly then go back to Spike and Jonathan. I do. I also love Jonathan being like, you're doing great. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I love Spike's line of do that again and I'll have your guts for garters. And then Jonathan's like, that's such an odd expression. And an even worse image because I was along for that ride. <laughs> I was like, that's exactly what my brain was thinking as I processed those words. <laughs> yeah. And like. But it still feels like something Spike would say, right? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, and I like that. Very eyeballs to entrails. Yes. And that's the thing I do think the series is doing a good job of like, yeah, that's something Spike would say. And then also it's like we're drawing attention to the fact that that is a weird thing to say, even though that's (laughs) within his like, that makes Mm -hmm. sense for his character. And then they like talk about him being a poet. And what does he say? He's a poet with swagger. <laughs> yeah. Jonathan's like, ah, oh, the swagger. I always wanted the swagger. I was like, me too, Jonathan. Me too. <laughs> Same. And then he sits on a crypt and Jonathan's like, oh, maybe don't sit there. And we learn that that is Spike's grave, which. <laughs> All right, Ashley. Well, I heard a sigh. Hit me. <laughs> oh, I just, I love that this is like how he finds his grave that he like accidentally sits on. It really throws him for a loop. He's like, okay, this is really weird. And Jonathan's like, yeah, it never gets, never gets uh, easy to see your own grave. Yes. And I'm like, this is something that they would bond over. I mean, yeah, Jonathan trapped in the cemetery where his grave likely is exactly. and has to walk past it. Oh, yeah, that is. God, now thinking about it, that is pretty cruel of Anya. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I'm going um, to make sure we all remember this point, okay? <laughs> but listen, I was, I just, I just watched, um, there's this TikTok of this. It is bananas. Um, I don't know if you saw it, Ashley. I know you're not like going on Twitter that much, Zach, but there's like this woman. I said, this is the kind of revenge I'm too lazy to achieve, oh. but truly admire. Did you see that? I did watch it because I, I saw you share it and I watched it. <laughs> Isn't it bananas? That was wild. She fucked his life up. She fucked that man's oh life gosh, up. gosh. So, what? Yeah, it's <laughs> – it is this woman talking about how uh, – and like – deserved this man like in her friend's face because she accidentally like spilled a drink and she apologized and he spit in her like best friend's face (gasps) does she create a bunch of fake fake yes what what you're about to say zach i've seen it i've seen it yes yes Yes. it's so good she created all these fake facebook accounts to ruin walking dead for him because she didn't watch it but look (laughs) up spoilers just kept sending them to him the wild part is when she says when she says you know, and I kind of got bored of it and stuff like that. Eight years later, I yeah. remembered him again and decided <laughs> to look him up. 
in case you're all wondering what it's like being me (laughs) (laughs) right but i would be too lazy to achieve that but i would like to achieve this is anya's downtime i guess because this is what happened right (laughs) yeah that's anya from that universe um so you know maybe it's like he just really fucking did one thing that really pissed her off and you know like called her a bitch or something and she was like oh you want to see a bitch yeah now you're in that cemetery for the rest of your fucking life (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um so i and I, then we get to spike telling him that he's from a different universe and and jonathan's like oh i kind of thought that's what you were getting at and so we learn that who killed spike in this universe cordelia dun 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 ah, she seems to be just murdering everybody in this universe does, sure mm. does but okay, I do have a question for the two of you. Like, I get that it weirds him out and kind of annoys him that she didn't mention it. But he was like super evil in this universe. Yeah, he should have expected it. I was like, are you like, who else would it be? <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, I was like, I get that that is weird, right? Like, oh, I'm working side by side with the person who killed another universe version of me. But like, in a world where I am transported to a different universe, and like it's Zach and Ashley from that universe and they're like I need your help and then I learned that I was like a super evil like serial killer and you guys killed me I'd be like well that's weird but like I get it I was a serial killer you know (laughs) (laughs) yeah and like I feel like he's forgetting that like that spike is not him yeah like that's not you it's like yeah you could be weird about it but eh, other than that it's like no we just Um, gotta move on right but he does he does he yeah, does, he, yeah, he does. Um, but I, I kept, I, I was worried that it wouldn't be. I was worried that, yeah. like, you know, that we were going to get more <laughs> it's like the end of a rom com. You, you lied to me. You didn't tell me. <laughs> then we, oh, Jonathan then tells him like, ooh, I can. And then we get like a, oh, he can sense magic, so he can lead them to Cordelia. Or Cordelia, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Then we get the dimension noise, and it's Anya popping up. She's the only one that went to the correct place. She's in mm-hmm. that magic box for this universe. And I really, really love that she's mostly worried about the dog. Well, that and then sending them to the world with shrimp. And yes, and the world <laughs> with shrimp. Because, Ashley, I need you to know this. My last note for episode four, and I didn't, I like took the notes as I listened, was I hope they go to like the world without <laughs> shrimp. And then they go to the world with, it's like with shrimp, right? Yeah, this is like the world yeah. Or no, no, it is they the go world to the world without shrimp, but she's worried that she sent them to the world with the world shrimp. With shrimp. Yes. Yeah. Which I thought was a very clever way to call that back without it being the exact same. And right. let us know that this is the world without shrimp. Yeah. We're <laughs> here. Let me look around. I've heard yeah. about this for many years. <laughs> We've been hearing about this so long. Let me, go to, let me go to a Red Lobster and try to order shrimp and see what people say. <laughs> Let's just see what happens. <laughs> go to the grocery store and see what they have in the seafood aisle. <laughs> and also, like, what alternate realities was she hopping to find to the existence of shrimp, right? Like. Yes. <laughs> I'd like to know if they, do you think they know about shrimp and they're like, we don't have that here? Or are they like, what is shrimp? When you <laughs> they don't, they don't know. Only yeah. like, if you're in the know of the know of magic, you probably could know. It's probably in one of those library books. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like this demon is called a shrimp. It exists in every universe. <laughs> they can pronounce it differently. It's a shrimp. <laughs> shrimp. But I this also and I'm like I I have faith that we'll figure out why, but it also makes me realize like okay, but like how 
this Anya has mentioned being immortal. This Anya does know that about all the other dimensions. And I'm like, but she's not on Yonka. She's not a vengeance demon. You know? Sure. <laughs> yeah, sure. Fine. Whatever, Ian. That's kind of just uh, the, what I've been what I've been telling myself as I go on and have a question that's just not quite not quite been answered. Just but sure. In this, in this universe, she's like a pretty fucking good witch, yeah. and I feel like witches know about other dimensions and stuff. So I and she um, owns a magic box. I feel like she's read. Willow all didn't those know books. about the world without shrimp. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Anya in every universe knows about this fucking these other universes. <laughs> yeah, just like is inherently Anya. I feel like Willow's one track mind. That's true. Yeah, she learns things as she goes, as she needs them. She's not out looking for new stuff. I can true. See She's too busy yeah. like trying to use Google without magic. <laughs> <laughs> um. So then we cut to Drew and Tara. We talked sure. about this. <laughs> <laughs> no, this was this was the good stuff because we did talk about this in the last episode as how a lot of the Drusilla Terra stuff felt very samey as we were mm. going through the episodes. And now – because this is where we get the sunshine, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is good stuff. I – okay. I will say I a little bit. I was like, all right, can we, can we wrap this up? Like I was a little – like I'm, <laughs> I'm not – I'm just not as – and I – again, I'm enjoying this so much that it doesn't – this is like – just like whatever how I felt, but I still loved it. But I did feel a little like, all right, we're saying that guy's name a lot. I don't know who he is. To be I, fair, this is the longest scene yes. of the entire episode. So it does drag on a little bit. And, and I, what's the name? Can you say it for me? Because I, listen, I listen to these things on like <laughs> 1.5 speed and sometimes the name gets lost. Kurgan. Kurgan. Kegel. Kiki, Kiki Palmer. Uh, <laughs> Kurgan. I will never remember Kurgan. Who came up with Kurgan? I I wish that like that just was a name we had heard before that because it's like mm. we're talking about it so much, but it's like not a character until there's not even a character for that name until yeah. like right now, you know? Um, um, make that Clem, evil Clem. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will say, so she – you know, she's explaining the spell, which I did not understand, and that doesn't matter. But so, like, she needs, like, another, ver- like, volume of whatever Kurgan's grimoire is. And then she's talking about the gods, which I was like, ding, ding, ding. Wait, are we we going to go to the god that we know in-universe? Huh? No, huh? we're not. But there's we're other not. ones. <laughs> the ones who cast her out. I've always wanted to meet those ones. Yes. I like me too. we need a full hey, we're pitching stories here, guys. Listen. <laughs> okay. Glory's origin story getting cast out of her hell dimension is something very much needing to be explored. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Cause I imagine like because of how Glory is, I imagine the demons in her universe, like, they're all kind of like very human personality, like you know, like some of them maybe one of them's like you know, one of them wears a cowboy hat. One of them has blue hair. One of them gets, you know, wow. action figures. That's the three of us. <laughs> um, but you know what I mean? Like, I imagine them being like, they have very big personalities. So yeah. It's not just like a god like Zeus or something that's like on a throne or whatever dumb bullshit. But yes, I kept being like, ooh, we going to say glory? We going to say glorificus? Ha huh, ha. Huh? Oh, no, we're not. Okay. Um, I will say I do. I, I do kind of get the, the spell. Do you want me to explain it? Yes. Yes. Sure. Yes. Mm. Okay, so Kurgan's plan was to purify the vampire's skin so that they wouldn't burn. Tara wants to change the skin to make it like armor and like so that it repels the sunlight 
rather than purifying it in tandem with calling all of the sun gods to trick the sun into thinking that they aren't vampires at all to begin with. So it's like a double down on the initial plan. Thank you. This feels like trying to figure out the plot of, I know what you did last summer. And (laughs) I don't know if I'll even remember this, but so armor. I I just agree with Drusilla. Tara don't understand vampires. (laughs) Yeah, It really does feel like that. (laughs) I love that she's like, (laughs) <laughs> Tara explains this to her that she wants to like trick the sun and Drew's basically like the sun doesn't think about us you like, idiot I know I come across a little bit crazy sometimes <laughs> but I am pretty rational and the sun's not fucking thinking of us <laughs> and then like two beats later is like I'm going to play with my dolls <laughs> <laughs> but that's all good and fun you see <laughs> so like okay so then but it doesn't work I like I just I guess I can't picture because it's like ooh they're burning up but then they're fine. I thought those bitches were on yes. fire. I thought they were like, mm. but they weren't, or were they? No. That's just, that's what I pictured. They're burning from the inside. So she said rather than bringing the sun gods all together to deflect the sun, it attracted the sun to them. So now the sun's always inside of them, and the only reason they stopped burning before they died was because she did an extra protection spell to slow it down so that she could study them before they died. Okay. Which is why later she's like, fuck it, kill these fuckers so I can tell you. <laughs> <laughs> and I do like when she's explaining to Drusilla, she's like, you're losing me. Like, I was like, same girl. <laughs> um, they have an argument. There's a spell fails. Drusilla's pissed. And then we hear Kurgan kind of like pop out of Tara. He's like, hey, bitch. Tara uses her top voice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's him. It's Andre Kurgan. And he says he's there to help her. And then Tara kind of passes out and they bring Drew's- in. <laughs> no, Drew- you just say it. Drew says, Tara, you have a man inside of you and you didn't tell me. <laughs> Listen, um, Drusilla, I've already talked about this, but Drusilla just is annoyed with Tara. Drusilla doesn't like Tara as much as I think she thinks she does. Or yes. she's like being disillusioned now. And finally, you've got this baddie McBetzer in, in, within Tara. And she's like, oh, that one. I want yes. that one, please. Yeah. Because the, both Terras are starting to annoy the fuck out of me right now. Yes, yes. Yeah. And I. so then we... We bring in, I know that Alphania is someone that she mentions, right? Alphania has been mentioned in Buffy. Isn't that like when she'll say like, Alphania and the Coven are on the line. Isn't like, hasn't Willow said that before? I've, maybe. So I wanted to look it up, but then I'm afraid to look up and like be spoiled about it. I mean, anything. one of us hosts a Buffy podcast and two of us um, cannot remember Alfie McFeekin. Whatever the fuck you just said. Yes. Okay, the, the, sure. The witch she brings in, I'm positive that Willow has said like- okay. That I name. just looked it up because I've finished this. I've finished Slayers already, so I looked oh, it up. You? But you're correct. Althania was a member of the Devon Coven. She met Willow at the time when she was in England. Okay, yes. And uh. she phoned her twice in the series. Aha! Aha! So, yes, one of us does host the Buffy podcast, Zachary. <laughs> I was giving you the credit. I was giving you the credit, and I was saying, you're asking us to. Oh. Really? <laughs> but you were saying, like, Motherfucker, you don't know? No, I mean, don't ask me. Don't ask me. Google is free. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, Drusilla says she's off to play with her dollies, and we cut to someone singing in the street. 
and he's a vampire. Another vampire comes up to him and is like, the Slayers are coming. And Indira and Cordelia enter the scene. Mm -hmm. They have their talk where we learn more about Cordelia's origin. It is bleak. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I do like that Indira's like, I'm here. I came to this universe. Like, talk to me. And then it's like, oh, she maybe was being a little too pushy and Cordelia had to talk about her trauma. But, you know, so she tells us that her... Her, her dad, and her sister Sarah moved to Sunnydale together. And Sarah, does she stay? What is his name? Because uh, it's not Joyce, so it would be John. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I love that they named the sister Sarah, though. Yes, I'm wondering if there's another name they use at the end, and I'm like, oh, cool. I wonder if they're just using names of people who worked on Buffy because the doll at the end is named Cynthia, and Cynthia Bergstrom is the costume designer mm, mm-hmm. so i'm curious i definitely feel like it's, it's right like they're little cute them. references yeah, yeah they're cute references to to the people we know and love who helped shape this show but yeah there's some of y'all that need to calm down out there who make too much of it and like say they use sarah as the sister that dies to like take a dig at her because i've seen those oh, takes and no. we gotta calm down okay sometimes love it and has sunshine to be a character that can never have a voice because she's not gonna do it Right. Yes. And like, yeah, I think it's just like a cute reference and like, you know, her character had a sister, whatever. So yes, we learn, is it the master or is it just a vampire? I forget. I'm saying the master. It's the master. Mm -hmm. She Uh, says it. Okay. She tells Indira that not even Anya knows this story and that the master turned her sister and like locked them in a room together. Right. And her sister was first he starved her. Yeah. Yeah. So that she was like wild and feral. Mm. And locked them in a room together. That's rough. Which is, that, that is rough. And yeah. you know, it, it, I was, the, the way it was told, I was easily able to like picture this whole yes. thing and like kind of rewrite mm-hmm. those episodes from the beginning of the series, you know? Yeah. No, agreed. And I mean, I like that we get this beat and I think they sell it and I appreciate them going a little like darker. Because, like, Buffy went dark, but I don't think they would have ever done that. Like, have Dawn be turned into a vampire Ooh. in a room and, like, have Buffy have to fight her. That would have been, like, too much. It's like. <laughs> but I I don't. I, I always disagree. Yeah. There's never anything too much. Gun killed his sister. Exactly. Fair. Fair. I will say, Ian, though, I'm 100% on Cordelia's side here. Like, these past deaths have nothing to do with the current fight. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so you telling me that you deserve to know would really piss me off. <laughs> no, man, I'm like, Indira, <laughs> you were we graciously brought brought you over here. You're not really helping the fight all that much. You're kind of just asking questions. <laughs> it, 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 I don't know. It's a lot. It's a lot, right? You don't know this girl. We yeah. haven't had all of the Slayer explosion that we did in our universe over here. Right. Right. And just, I get that she yeah. is like used to this like sisterhood of slayers or whatever, but even so, it's like still maybe the next day you maybe got called yesterday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like you don't know anything yet. Calm yeah, down. and Cordelia is in a, a, a mindset of like I am, I'm the chosen one. I don't have other people to like really rely on. Which I thought at the beginning of the show that we were going to be like, oh, Cordelia likes help. She helps. She accepts people in, right? But you know, mm-hmm. she, even she still. Has been through enough trauma. I guess just slayers just go through trauma. And even she has enough trauma that she's, you know, she's like, you don't, don't try to understand me. You're not going to understand me. You know, I am the one and only, you don't have, you you don't know. 
you don't know. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And, but I mean, also we have to remember Indira is what, 16? It's true. Yeah. Like, you know, I get it. But so then we cut back to Clem and Giles. Clem is sneezing because they're cutting through the zoo and Clem is allergic to hippopotamus. And I don't know why Giles is like, no one's allergic to them. And I'm like, I don't know. That's not that ridiculous. Like, we've yeah. seen a lot worse, a lot more ridiculous things. <laughs> I know, but I love a random fact that I'll always remember. And I'll always remember that nobody's allergic to a hippopotamus. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do love Clem calling him Roop. And Giles being like, you didn't call me Rupert or Giles. Like, no one calls me that. And then Clem being like, well, Spike is my best friend. And you could be my second best friend. And I'm like, God, is this me? Like... <laughs> <laughs> he's like does no one call you that because it's like a tough macho thing or is it like a preference <laughs> <laughs> and then giles like tells them they're tells him they're going through the zoo because it's a faster way to the magic box clem mentions that he noticed someone's following them and he wishes they would just catch up and uh he says that it is a clinking noise and lots of scratching and that he heard it sniffing before oh the my gosh <laughs> I just don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't no, like it. No. I love it. It's no. so silly. I love it. <laughs> no. I want badass murderous Anyanka. I don't want the Anyanka that they're now feeding us. <laughs> I was going to ask whatever it would felt. Cause, so I've now listened to this twice. First time, I hated it. Second time, I'm like, okay, but this is kind of funny. This is kind of fun. Um, <laughs> and her like silly little voice. And like, it's just so goofy that Giles is the best character to put with it, I think. Mm. Because Giles is just like, oh, God. Like, sure. With Clem, who was like, you're so cute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Clem is me. Yeah, my notes say I can't tell if I love it or hate it. I think I love it. I think. No, Maybe I hate it. It's no, very scrappy do, right? It's like. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Rude, but Yes. <laughs> Um, and then we cut to Anya, who is looking for Jasper. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, wait, wait. What? So first they talk about, like, wh- why this happened, because there was two versions of the same being. Right. In a dimensional vortex at the same time, which created a quantum paradox. But no, they're like, how does how is the dog involved? And I would just like to posit that when you have a pet... <laughs> They become a part of you, and therefore that dog is a part of Anya. <laughs> I love that explanation. Oh my God, I don't want to be Brando. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, welcome to my bloody duty. <laughs> I mean, Charles Crawford. Bark, bark. <laughs> That's that. Bark, bark, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, then we cut to Anya, who is looking for Jasper, and the vampires come in. And it's the vampires we heard earlier that, like, got the spell done to them. Mm-hmm. I'm not quite sure what Anya, because Anya's like, oh, you think blah, blah, blah. Like, she, like, says some, like, like chest puffing, like, I'm going to get you. But I'm like, what is she doing? But then it doesn't matter because Tara comes in, right? Yeah. Sure. Tara comes in, and she... We learn that the spell didn't actually work, right? Right. And so, like, I don't know. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. Right. (laughs) The whole thing, the whole ambition that we've been hearing about for five episodes now. (laughs) Yeah, I just, I don't know. I'm like, okay, but then what are we doing? What is she, what is her, I don't understand what evil Tara's endgame is because she's not that evil. And, like, she does protect Anya, but then doesn't. And I'm like, wait, what? what? I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna say it. I I don't think I like this Tara 
very much. Okay. I miss I miss my Tara and yes, and it's not Amber Benson's uh, portrayal. It's just the the Tara that is just of this universe, right? Um, yeah. I and some there's some characters that I'm okay, you know, with the universe bending, and I'm not. Tara's not one of them. I think it would have been better if it just she was being controlled by Kurgan from like the start of her. That's that's evil. Tara is just Kurgan. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that might have worked better. And they made because it was Kurgan, they made her like way more murderous and like yeah, you know, she is like enjoying draining Amy and then killing her like. She's not saying, well, that's a humane thing. She's like, no, I'm going to fucking drain you and kill you because I don't give a shit because I'm evil. Um, I think that would have worked better because it almost feels like they're going for a Scarlet Witch kind of thing. It's just you can have your evil characters and you can have your blend of evil and silly, um, but the evil has to trump everything. So with Glory, she was quick-witted. She was quippy. She was really silly sometimes but we always knew that she was down to literally snap a neck at any moment right like she they sold us on how evil she was i'm not yet sold on how evil tara is so when she comes in and she's not and she's talking about mr pickles and you know all these different it just doesn't i i'm not sold and i feel like we're now past the point where they're not trying to sell me anymore they're just doing um Hmm. and i should be sold already and i'm not Hmm. What what do you think, Ashley? I think for me, the point is that she's not fully evil because our Tara is like, obviously not our Tara, but a Tara mm-hmm. similar to ours is inside of her holding her back. Yeah. Like I, I picture like Kurgan and Tara inside of this Tara fighting each other. So it's a constant like kind of back yeah. and forth for her. And so... I don't know. It works for me. I like it. Okay. Okay. I, I, I just go back and forth cause I don't mind it, but I just, I don't know. I, I guess like this. So this scene, right? Like she's, she's like, you know, I, she wanted to protect Anya. We know that that's what she's been wanting to do. She wants to protect Anya and Cordelia. Tara wants them to go back to the, like the other reality, the R Buffy verse reality. And then Anya says like, whatever book you're there for, you have to kill me to get it. And I'm like, Girl, maybe don't say that to like nah. the super powerful <laughs> stay in front of you. You know, like don't say that to Kegel. Kegel will come out and do it. Um, <laughs> so, did you just say Kegel? Zach? Yes, <laughs> the name I'm going with at this point. It just feels um, like it feels like Willow doing Vampire Willow. E, but like, mm. yeah, yes, Willow. You mean Willow pretending that. to be? Yes, yes, yes. Um, and then we hear like a loud scream from Anya, like she and. I mean, I know you finished it, Ashley. I have not. I've not made it past this episode yet. But I'm like, God, at the end of episode one, it was like she was dead. And now this is like, she might be dead. But I have faith that she's not. But the way she screams, it's like a loud and then fades out as if it's like, well, now I'm dead. Yeah. Um, didn't love that. And also, I'm like, Tara has spent five episodes saying she doesn't want Anya and Cordelia hurt. And sure. Right, sure. Um, <laughs> cut back to Cordy and Indira. They're hearing sirens. Um, ghost Jonathan approaches. And I actually did like the ghost Jonathan and Cordelia back and forth. Yeah. I love that she says, there's also nothing spooky about a dead dork with the with delusions of grandeur. <laughs> which I thought was really good. And I like that Indira is like, oh, ghosts are real too. That's so cool. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I... 
And then she says like, and people thought I was dramatic. Like I really, or she might say that she says that later, but because then we cut to Spike. Oh my God. And (laughs) I, I seriously like, it's so fan servicey in a perfect way. I think him humming fucking rest in peace from the musical. Oh, I am obsessed with it. I'm okay. I was wondering, I want want him to always remember that song and that to be his, his own little song for his own little life, you know? Yes. Yes. And like, but right. Okay. Zach, I was worried that you weren't going to like that, but right. I I think it just, it makes sense too. Right. Mm -hmm. I feel like all of those songs are in their heads as much as they are in ours, you know? Yes. Yes. (laughs) Right. Because it's like, if you were like forced to sing them by a demon, I like to imagine that Buffy sometimes alone in a cemetery every single night, the same. (laughs) 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 But I thought like, I wouldn't have thought of this, and I think it's such a good idea. It's so, like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I just, I loved it. It made me gasp. I teared up a little. I was like, yes, take the whole And it's such song. a quick, a quiet you. moment, too, which is what I yeah. really liked about yes. it. Yeah. I screamed. Because <laughs> I, was, I was driving when I listened to this one for the first time. It fully crashed and I was before. just like, <laughs> <laughs> in my car, freaking out. God. Yeah. Um, and like, like you said, Zach, the fact that it's a quiet moment makes it even better because there's no it's fanfare. Not like interrupted by somebody like making fun of him or something like right. that. Right. Someone being like, that's the musical. Like, no, it's just mm-hmm. him humming. And, and <laughs> dear, it's like, yeah, that's the musical episode. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I just see you getting like a nosebleed. <laughs> they pop up. Cordelia says she's glad he's alive and he calls her a hypocrite. And that's when I'm like, but why are you mad? He was evil. That's not hypocritical. Like, no, no, you this are This feels good. like a fake problem. It just yeah. feels like, you know, a beat that they're trying to yeah. give yeah. us. I love his little giggle when Indira runs up and hugs him, though. Yes. It, like, melts my heart. Yeah, it's very cute. And, like, yeah, I like that. And I like that she says, if he weren't incorporeal, she'd smack him so hard. Which... <laughs> I know, like, I've said this a lot, but, like, I learned the word incorporeal from season seven of Buffy. Like, I thought it was a made-up word (laughs) for the show Mm -hmm. until I, like, figured out, oh, that's a real word. Fuck. Um, I have a master's degree. I learned words from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Um, But, like... Listen, I got tabula rasa right on my SATs only because of Buffy. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I know this one. I was like, oh, I know this. (laughs) (laughs) And then Jonathan is not coming along. They want him to come along with them, but he does not want to. But he tells Spike to make good on his plan, which I was kind of like, shouldn't you go with him to make sure he makes good on that plan? But I guess he really can't, right? Yeah, he has to stay at the cemetery. Yeah. And Indira has a plan that is a plan that, like, I thought we were leading to. Like, I thought that was Cordelia's plan in getting Spike of, like, making Drew think they resurrected Spike. Mm. But it was not. But it's a great plan. I say, but it's a good plan. It is a good plan. What do you think of the plan, Zach? Sure. Um, no, <laughs> it's a good plan. It's a good plan. I'm just like trying to envision of what, like, how should Spike present himself to convince right. Drusilla? You know, do you have a photo, Cordelia, or like a sketching, or you know, something? Like some details right. because she's not really giving you any de- details, right? Like, how should I dress? How should I act? Is, is am I okay just like this, or I don't know? I think no, I'm not. I'm gonna wait. 
Yeah, I think I was getting ahead of myself because I was about to, I was about to say something, but I don't think it's in this one. Yeah, I don't think it's in this episode. Wait, so. Zach, I thought you only. I thought so, one. but I think I've, I'm on six. Rude. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but so because I was about cut. to just spoil. It. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for not. Um, so then we cut back to Drusilla, who is literally, I like that she said she was going to play with her dollies and she meant it. That was not like a joke. That was not a bit. She is playing with her dolls. I love the representation because I also love dolls. <laughs> yeah. Let's say it's us, Zach. Mm-hmm. She loves an eBay. Yeah. She's getting them all from there. Um, <laughs> also, I feel like they did a really good job of writing her to where she like, rides the line of like badass leader and also kind of semi-insane aloof woman yeah. you know so yeah. like i feel like they 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 hit that perfectly that balance with her yes mm-hmm. i agree so sh- i like that she says i know you're only a dolly do you think i'm demented <laughs> <laughs> after telling the doll she had to brush her own hair <laughs> <laughs> she picks and chooses this is me alone in my office. Buffy, like, <laughs> I heard what you just said about me. Like that's really at like six a.m. on your like twenty. God, hour you're just you're just awake. arguing with all of your figures. <laughs> I look at my I look at my Zach and Ian figure and I start arguing with Zach figure. Uh. <laughs> um. So then we then we get uh one of the vampires in like coming in, and I do. I know it's a callback, but I, man, Juliet Landau is so good. Like Ugh. that feels like when she's like, say it again, say it again. Like, yes. that feels like it's pulled from the episode or she says, do it again, do it again. Like, yes, it just, and I like that. Again, we get people's reactions to their weird shit and how the vampires like, uh, what? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, do you really want me to say it again? Um, Says she was in conference with her dollies. Uh, uh, she he like reminds her who he is by saying he. She said he tasted like cinnamon, and I don't. Wait, what? We skipped over the part where she says that Tara does the most fascinating, exhilarating yes. oh thing with fingers, and I fucking lost my mind. <laughs> this is she's not in love with Tara. She is in love with what Tara's fingers could do, and <laughs> she's annoyed with Tara not being evil to back it up <laughs> but like tara lays it down so she's like ah, she does why? She... she's like i do not trust her but i will let her touch me she said, i'm gonna let this yeah. ride out for a century yeah <laughs> <laughs> and like relatable whoops whom's the us has not been like well <laughs> it's funny because tara technically started out as drusilla sneaky link that's <laughs> <laughs> true um so then they say, wait, so I was a little confused here. The vampire says, like, you said I tasted of cinnamon. And she says, oh, I'll see you later. But then she kills him. Right? Yeah. <laughs> all right. I, uh, right. But she, all- all, she, she drinks his blood again. So I'm not sure if he's a vampire or, like, a human lackey. Oh, mm. okay. Maybe he, okay. That's Good because point. she's like, mm, cinnamon. So she definitely drinks his blood. Mm. Okay, when she I, kills him. I forgot that they had human lackeys. That's why I was like, "But don't vampires not like?" But yes, that makes more sense because she said she's going to turn him into a dolly. Yeah, Cynthia. Cynthia suggested it. Right. And is like, "Yeah, this is this is legit the plan, my guy." <laughs> <laughs> 
Also, Zach, I want you to know, you said sneaky link. I only know what that is from that TikTok of, <laughs> is it Martin Scorsese? That's like, no. Yeah, it's Martin Scorsese, isn't it? That's like with his daughter and they like, <laughs> he's like trying to get her. I don't know, but that sounds real. <laughs> yes, I believe you. <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about, Ashley? Isn't it Mario Scorsese who, like, his daughter always does a bunch of, like, funny TikToks with him? I have no idea. Martin Scorsese? Who's the guy that did that new, like, Killing a Flower Moon movie? Yeah, Martin Scorsese. Who hates wow. Marvel movies. Yeah, yeah. She. I, I love him for hating Marvel movies, too. She does, like, really funny TikToks with him, and he's usually pretty down to do them, which is hilarious. Um, but yes, there's one where she has him, like, she just tells him what slang is and he has to guess what it is. And he's he going to make it. Well. He's going to make a Gen Z movie one day about the Gen he Z's and he it's going to be four hours long. <laughs> um, then we cut to Giles and Giles. So the, when we left them off, we heard a bunch of hyena noises. Um, <laughs> it's so spooky. Cause those are, that was a scary episode. So the I, hyenas have like, a, 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 I have a tinge of fear for the hyenas. I was going to say, are they the hyena people that we saw? And because they say wear hyenas. And I'm like, is that different from like. No, I feel like it's the same idea. Same, that, okay. Um, and I do like that puppy Anyanka is worried about being eaten. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes. Like, like pick her ass up. Pick her up. <laughs> I am a demon, not a puppy. And then the lion show up and she's like, I'm a puppy. Someone yes. <laughs> and I like wanted to know what they looked like. But now I'm like, okay, yeah, that makes sense that they would just look like. You know, they get like the yellow eyes that they got in that episode. Um, are you a little charmed by puppy on Yanka here, Zach, at least? I want them to pick her up and keep her safe because she's still a puppy <laughs> at the end of the day. But like, you know, I would save Scrappy-Doo too. <laughs> yeah. Fair, fair. And Clem does. He picks her up. Clem mm-hmm. does, yeah. Clem, I, I like when she's like, I can't see your ears in my face. <laughs> <laughs> um, And then he... And I like that she picks up on like, she's like, was that the lock? Have you just locked us in here? Don't you smell the pee? And she's like, Clement, it's a lion's den. Like it feels so silly. And I love <laughs> then it. Then she bites him. Yes. She bites him to get him to let her go so she can get through the bar. She's like, it fucking look, my guy. <laughs> I'm out of here. She literally says, farewell, Clement. And I just <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> Although I would have. I would have loved if she like warmed up to him and it became like a cute little like buddy. Yeah. I wouldn't have minded that. Um, but yeah, and then that's we end with him. Clem is stuck in a literal lion's den. I will say the one thing like Indira mentions this, how like when she's talking to Cordelia, she says, like, I thought your Sunnydale would be like Escape from New York. Cordelia's like, How do you know that movie? She's like, live with my grandpa. And it like sometimes does feel like it's that, but then sometimes doesn't, right? When we hear about it, it does feel like that. But when they're there, I guess it doesn't feel like that to them. Probably because it's just like they're plopped into this. They're not experiencing it every day. They're not immersed into it, you know? And it feels so much bigger when you're immersed in in it. That's true. That's Mm -hmm. true. Um, I guess I'm I'm just having trouble picturing like what it – like I I keep picturing – the Sunnydale we see in bargaining where it's like demons are everywhere. And like, yeah. you know, s- some parts are like super trash. Some parts are just like whatever. But yeah, it seems like it's like, like you just said, it's like kind of more normal Sunnydale just with like way more demons. Right. Yeah. Or like, it seems like she's really worried about this Anya Drew situation and the other demons are kind of just out there doing their thing. But like, this is a big threat that she's worried about. Yes. Yes. But yes, that's where we leave the episode. Uh, Favorite scene, Ashley. 
Okay, first, I just want to say there's one thing that I didn't say in the episode. The guy that she likes that dies name is Jesse, and that they brought this character back just to die once again, (laughs) like immediately. No. (laughs) I was like, oh, no, not Jesse. Jesse deserved Uh. a musical number. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, my favorite scene is Spike singing Rest in Peace. Yep. 100%. And my second favorite would be the the Cordy and Dira chat about the realities of being a slayer because I do think that Indira is still riding this high of like being a fangirl that's been pulled into her fantasies and she will act rashly and get herself killed if she doesn't like slow down and realize the realities of living this life and so I think she needed to hear that yeah yeah no I agree with that uh Zach I think that I, I really liked Spike and Ghost Jonathan. Oh, yeah. I liked them. I liked Spike trying to like punch him and grab him. <laughs> and yeah, I think I think that whole front section. Mine are the exact two same as Ashley. I, I liked the Indira Cordelia chat. Nice. I liked I liked that it was like, you know, quote unquote real. Like Cordy wasn't pulling yeah. punches there. She's just like, no, this was terrible. Like this awful thing happened to me. We're not being jokey. We're not being cutesy. It just fucking was terrible. And I like that. And I just fucking love Spike whistling and like humming rest in peace. Um, what is an outfit we pictured someone wearing in this episode, Ashley? Okay. I thought long and hard about this. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I went with Clem. Okay. And I feel like I remember him always having on like a vest or like a sleeveless jacket. Yeah. Um, so I'm picturing him in loose fitting black jeans with like a dark navy blue t-shirt that's definitely seen better days. It's got like a nice fade to it. Uh, maybe some maybe some holes. And then the black like cut off vest thing that he wears. But I think that he's added patches and pins to it so that it's very decorated. <laughs> And I think that he has a best friend patch that he gave a matching one to Spike, but Spike refuses to add it to his coat, but he does keep it on him at all times. Like it's in his pocket or his wallet if he has one. <laughs> I love that. Uh, Zachary? Oh, goodness. Because everybody's kind of like been wearing the same things and they're already. Uh. Okay. My fashionista Anyanka in dog form, okay. I guess. We'll all go right. with her. Um, <laughs> has found a blonde bob of some kind. Just wearing a blonde bob. And ask the dog or ask, ask the dog. Ask the dog. <laughs> and um, like a black spiked collar with nice. some kind of booties. I want some booties on there too. Some kind of booties. Oh, yeah. I can picture some booties. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think for me, I was trying to like, I'm like, who haven't I set an outfit for? And I feel like Drusilla, I, Drusilla and Tara are the only ones that I feel like probably are changing outfits. Like they could be in different outfits. Sure. Um, And I don't know. I pictured. I don't know, though. I still like. All right, I'm going to go with Jonathan. Ghost Jonathan. (laughs) Yeah. Make it easier. I feel like Ghost Jonathan is wearing like a nerdy, like graphic T-shirt. Like he would have like a fucking like Spider-Man T-shirt on and like really, really baggy out of style jeans. I see. I could, I cannot stop picturing ghost Jonathan as like when they had like the little flash of Jonathan, Andrew and, and Warren dancing as like 
Greek gods. <laughs> like that's, I just like pictured that's how he is. And oh, the ghost that's board. so much better than mine. I just picture like a floating head. Okay, I, like <laughs> I do. I do enjoy the floating head too. Yes. Um, all right. What grade do we give this episode, Zach? I'm gonna say B plus. It wasn't quite okay. A, but B plus. Ashley. I went with an A on this one. I held back on episode two, but fuck it. I love this episode. I love this series. This one's an A. Uh, yeah, for me, it's a B plus. Um, yeah, I'm like, I'm excited for what we're getting to because I like we had a lot of good action in the like Buffy verse we know in the first few episodes. And now we're kind of like doing the quests, doing the video game levels of like, we got to get this thing to get this thing to then all meet. And so I'm looking forward to whatever final battle they are having in this reality. I'm like, mm-hmm. like we're getting there. Um, so yeah, B plus. Uh, thank you both for doing this. Thank you all for listening. Uh, Ashley, where can everyone find you in your podcast? Um, you can find me on Twitter at MythTaken314 or on <laughs> Instagram at CousinFeelingFine. And I do a podcast about Heartstopper and the overall Alice Oseman verse. And you can listen to us anywhere you get your podcasts or follow us online at Why Are We Cast on all the platforms. And Zach, where can everyone find you and your shows and your Patreon? Ooh, uh, My Bloody Judy, a horror talk show that I do with Ian Carlos Crawford here. You can search My Bloody Judy for that. Um, we just put out an episode on The Exorcist. Very long episode. so Very long good, episode. Yeah, but a nice good listen. I think we, we yes. had a good episode with that one. Um, you can also search AZB or Adventures of Zach and B, and I'll pop up. I have a Patreon. It's brand new. Um, I do vlogs, reactions bunch of other stuff live streams all that good stuff um at patreon.com slash azb plus and speaking of heartstopper we just started our heartstopper season two reactions i think the first one just went up on monday so that'll be nice. every week yes Woo-hoo. all right everyone we will see you next time bye bye